the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. We're looking for Christ. And the Bible tells us that Jesus could come for us at any moment. And because he could come for us at any moment, uh, we don't want to be living in compromise. We don't want to be living in habitual sin as Christians. When Christ comes, we want to be ready for him to come. We want him to find us ready and watching and living in a way that will be pleasing to him. We don't want to be living in a way that we will be ashamed when he appears in the clouds to take us to heaven. The Bible is clear that one day Jesus will be coming back. However, the Bible doesn't give us a specific time frame or even an estimate on when he will be back. The temptation would be to fall into complacency and assume that it won't be anytime soon. In today's message, Pastor Dan will make it clear that we are living and looking for Christ. Even though we don't know when He'll be coming back, we don't want to find ourselves living in a way that is compromising. We want to be pure and blameless when He returns. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 13 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. morning. We're in Revelation 13. We're also going to look at uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 and Matthew 24. 2 Thessalonians 2, Matthew 24, Revelation 13. We made it down to verse 11. Verse 11 says, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Remember, we talked about that last week. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man 
His number is 666. And some of you are thinking, now this is the part of Revelation that I've been waiting for, right? <laughs> well, in chapter 13, we are introduced to two beasts. Uh, the first beast is the Antichrist, and the second beast is known as the false prophet. And I mentioned last week that these two are the demonic duo of the book of Revelation. Uh, We looked at the first beast or the Antichrist last week in the first half of chapter 13. Uh, And if you remember, the Antichrist will be a world leader uh, that will come on the scene during the tribulation period. He will be empowered by Satan. He will be put into power by Satan. If you look at the end of verse 2, the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And so... This, this world leader will rise to power seemingly out of nowhere. He'll gain power over the nations of the world by promising peace and stability uh, at a time when there will be great instability in the world. He's going to deceive the nations. Uh, in verse 7, we were told that he will make war against God's people. And then in verse 8, we were told that all the world will worship him, all those who dwell on the earth. And let me just stop here to remind you that the Antichrist will rise to power after the church is raptured and taken to heaven. Uh, So we're we're not going to be here for these things that we're looking at in chapter 13. As believers... We are not looking for the Antichrist to come. We're looking for Jesus Christ to come and to take us to heaven. We're watching for Jesus Christ, not the Antichrist. And so we're looking for Christ. And the Bible tells us that Jesus could come for us at any moment. And because he could come for us at any moment, uh, we don't want to be living in compromise. We don't want to be living in habitual sin as Christians. When Christ comes, we want to be ready for him to come. We want him to find us ready and watching and living in a way that will be pleasing to him. We don't want to be living in a way that we will be ashamed when he appears in the clouds to take us to heaven. You know, in 1 John, it says, anyone who has this hope of Christ's return for the church purifies his life. And we want to live pure lives and holy lives and walk in the light as we wait for Christ to come. And so now beginning in verse 11, where we pick up our study today, we're introduced to the second beast. Later in the book of Revelation, he is called the false prophet in Revelation 16, 13, and again in 19, 20, and again in 2010, he's called the false prophet. And the second beast, or the false prophet, he will play a supporting role to the Antichrist. The Antichrist will be a, a political leader while the false prophet will be a religious leader. And he will cause the people of the world to worship the Antichrist. He will point people to the Antichrist and cause them to worship him as God. Now, human beings are uh, naturally religious. We are instinctively religious. The Bible tells us that and Science proves that. Uh, In 2011, there was a a study released by Oxford University that showed that people everywhere around the world 
are by nature religious. That, that we all innately have a desire to worship something bigger and greater than us. Well, during the tribulation period, Satan will use the false prophet to propagate the worship of the Antichrist to fulfill man's religious inclinations. In verse 11, it says again, Then I saw another beast, this one coming up out of the earth. The first beast came up out of the sea. The second beast comes up out of the earth, meaning he's human. And he's described as another beast. He's similar to the first beast. The word another here, it means another of the exact same kind. Jesus used the same word in John fourteen sixteen when he describes the Holy Spirit as another comforter, meaning the Holy Spirit is exactly like Jesus. Well, here, the, the false prophet will be another beast exactly like the first beast, the Antichrist. The false prophet will be empowered by Satan, just like the Antichrist. Verse 11 goes on to say, And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. And so this false prophet will be like a lamb. He's going to appear like a lamb to people, figuratively speaking. He's going to be meek. He's going to be humble. He's going to appear harmless. He'll be lamb-like. When he comes on the scene, you know, Jesus warned us uh, in, in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter seven, verse 15. He said, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. They appear to be sheep, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. And this this false prophet, when he comes on the scene, he will come on the scene in sheep's clothing, but his true identity is a beast. He's a beast. And he will want to destroy people. His appearance will be like a harmless lamb, but it says he will speak like a dragon. Now, who's the dragon? Satan. So he will be in appearance like a harmless lamb, but he will speak the words of Satan. And he will deceive many people with his words. And one thing I, I want you to note here as we look at these verses is that Satan is not opposed to religion. Satan is not opposed to religion. He's going to use a religious leader to deceive the world during the tribulation period. He's not opposed to religion. He's against personal faith in Jesus Christ. He doesn't have a problem with people being religious or spiritual or believing in God and having a form of, of spirituality. And maybe that describes you. You know, maybe you would say, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a, I'm a religious person. I believe in God. I'm just, I'm just not a committed follower of Jesus Christ. And let me say to you, that is exactly what Satan wants you to be. He wants you to be spiritual and religious, but not have personal saving faith in Jesus Christ. And that's when uh, the false prophet comes on the scene. That's what he's going to be promoting. He's going to be promoting a religion that is absent from Jesus Christ. 
You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. You cannot have a relationship with God apart from Jesus Christ. But the false prophet and Satan wants us to think that we can have a relationship with God apart from Jesus Christ. That's what will take place during the tribulation period. Verse 12 says, speaking of the Antichrist and his activities, he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence. So he will be given the same authority by Satan as the Antichrist, and he will work alongside the Antichrist. They'll have a partnership, and he will cause the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. It's going to mention his deadly wound three times in this passage. Whatever takes place, whether it's an assassination or whatever it is, it's, it's significant. And it's significant enough that it's mentioned several times in this passage. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. The first beast, the Antichrist, is killed and he's brought back to life by Satan. That that is going to be an impactful thing on the world. And it says again in verse 12, He will cause the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast. The, the false prophet will cause all who dwell on the earth to worship the Antichrist. And this is why he's called the false prophet. Because he falsely points people to the Antichrist instead of Jesus Christ. And he will tell people to worship the Antichrist as God. I mentioned last week that Satan offers the world a counterfeit trinity. It's a counterfeit trinity You know, the true Trinity is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and Satan offers a counterfeit Trinity of Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. And just as the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to point people to Jesus Christ, the ministry of the false prophet will be to point people to the Antichrist. It's a counterfeit Holy Spirit. And he will will cause the world to worship the Antichrist. And, and you read that and you might think, well, well, how exactly will he convince people to worship the Antichrist? How is that possible that the whole world is going to worship the Antichrist? Well, I want just, to just point out a verse to you, a couple verses to you in 2 Thessalonians that I think gives us some insight into this. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul, inspired by the Spirit, is describing uh, the tribulation period when the Antichrist is revealed on the earth. And in chapter 2, verse 9, 
It says the coming of the lawless one, that's the Antichrist, that's a name for the Antichrist, the lawless one, is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying or deceiving wonders. And so the Antichrist will come to do the work of Satan on the earth. Verse 10 says, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. So the Antichrist, along with the false prophet, will deceive those who are on the earth that are described here in verse 10 as those who perish, those who will be lost eternally, those who will be damned. And verse 10 goes on to tell us why they perish. Look at verse 10. Because, here's why, they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They will perish because they did not receive Jesus Christ. They did not love the truth. Jesus is the truth. They refused the truth. They rejected the truth. That's why they're perishing. That's why anyone perishes eternally. Because they reject Jesus Christ and his offer of forgiveness and salvation through the cross. Now look at verse 11. Now this is where it gets really interesting. And for this reason, what reason? Because they did not receive Jesus Christ. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Did you catch that? That's pretty heavy. Again, this is the context here is the tribulation period when the Antichrist is revealed. It's not talking about right now. It's talking about the tribulation period when the Antichrist is revealed. And it says because they rejected Jesus Christ, because they will reject Jesus Christ, God will send upon them strong delusion. He will cause them to be deceived so that they believe. Notice the lie. It's not a lie. It's the lie. There's a definite article there. It's talking about a specific lie that will be during the tribulation period. The lie of the Antichrist. Most people in the world during the tribulation period will not receive Jesus Christ. They'll, they'll reject his offer of salvation. They'll reject Christ. And go. so we're told here that God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie about the Antichrist and worship the Antichrist instead of Jesus Christ and believe that the Antichrist is God and they will look to him, the Antichrist, to be their savior instead of Jesus Christ. That's how the world is going to worship. That's why the world will worship the Antichrist. Now, Back in chapter 13, Revelation, verse 13. Again, we're, we're told some more about the, the second beast, the false prophet, this religious leader who will work alongside the Antichrist to deceive the world. You know, there's always been a marriage between political leaders and religious leaders for good or evil. Throughout history, All, you go look back in the Old Testament. You've got Moses and Aaron together. You've got a political leader. You've got a religious leader for good. But all throughout human history, you see political leaders and religious leaders working together, or working. They both have a, a power again for good or for evil. During the tribulation, it will be for evil. 
And again, we see in verse 13 that he performs great signs so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And so this false prophet, this religious leader, he will perform great signs. The word translated great signs, it's, it's used also in the Gospel of John to describe the miracles of Jesus. And so this, this deceiver, this counterfeit, false prophet, uh, he, he will come on the scene. He'll be empowered by Satan to perform great signs, we're told, including making fire come down from heaven on the earth. Just like Elijah the prophet in the Old Testament, and just like the two witnesses that we met back in chapter 11. And the great signs that he performs will deceive those who dwell on the earth. The miraculous signs will convince people to believe the false prophet and to believe his message. Of course he must be true. Of course he must be right. Look at what he's doing. Look at the great signs. Look at the miracles. Now, I believe God still does the miraculous. I've seen God do the miraculous. I believe that God still does the supernatural. But not all things supernatural are from God. Not all things supernatural are from God. Not all things miraculous are from God. Satan has the power to offer counterfeit signs that are intended to deceive people and direct us away from God instead of toward God. Uh, in the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, uh, we see that the magicians of Pharaoh were able to duplicate most of the signs that Moses gave. Uh, if you remember, for example, when Moses went before Pharaoh and he cast down his staff before Pharaoh and, and it turned into a serpent, well, then the false magicians of Pharaoh were also able to cast down their staffs and their staffs also turned into serpents. They duplicated the miracle of God. They duplicated the miraculous, the miracle of God. Uh, in, in Job chapter 1, Verse 16, we see Satan brought fire down from heaven and burned up Job's servants and sheep. And the servant that survived even said it was fire from God. You know, we, we know from the, the book, from Job, that it was, this, it was Satan doing it. But Job's servant thought it was God who sent fire down from heaven. See, Satan can do the supernatural also. Satan can do the miraculous. Satan can use signs and wonders to deceive people. Satan can give a counterfeit to what God does. You know, and, and even today, there's a lot of spiritual deception in the world. And listen to what I'm going to say. There is a lot of spiritual deception in the world. And again, just because something is supernatural does not mean it's from God. And people are being deceived in the world today by false miracles and false signs and a counterfeit supernatural. Even, listen, even Christians are being deceived. I see Christians being deceived by things that are offered by Satan that are just counterfeit. 
And this is why it's important for us to measure everything by the Word of God. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Revelation, and he has more to share with you next time. How is your heart doing as you listen to these teachings about the future? If you're in need of prayer for any reason, would you be willing to give us a call and talk with us? Our desire is to hear your heart, pray with you, and ask for God to help you with whatever might be weighing on you. Our number is 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. Just find our info under the About tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to learn additional things from the culminating final book of the Bible, Revelation. Pastor Dan has much more to share from this book, and we're excited for you to join us as we continue learning and growing, appreciating what God wants us to see from His Word. We hope you'll tune in then and be a part of our listening audience. Continue searching for what God has for you to see here on Ring of Truth. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.